You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. wanted to talk about anger um and here's why i i've been dealing with it a lot on the biggest loser and uh it's kind of fascinating to me you have you have people that completely deny that they're angry right i had this one contestant say to me i'm not an angry person and i was like oh my god girl you're so angry you're furious just about like everything that's happened to her in her life and she's in complete denial i have amazing parents and then you know as the story unfolds you kind of find out that they were extremely far from being amazing parents which i don't know that amazing parents exist but when people go oh my parents are perfect they're amazing then you know you're like "Ooh, ooh, that's bad (laughs) there's no such thing yeah so you're clearly in denial and uh and and then it's like there was another girl that i was working with who was on um dolvet's team And she's just completely torn because she had a father who was an alcoholic and, you know, she hates him for being an alcoholic, but she loves him and she, he ended up dying and she like feels responsible for it and unconscious level. And I wanted to talk about anger because I think a lot of us women in particular are afraid of their anger. Certainly. They're afraid of it. And So what they do is they deny it and they internalize it. They turn it inward. They beat themselves up. They get into self-loathing. They binge eat. They turn to other addictions. Uh, And men, this is, these are sweeping generalizations. Men tend to externalize it. It could be road rage. It could be, you know, God, who who knows? But it's like verbal fights, bar fights, or, well, the gym's a good tool, which we'll get to in a minute, but... Um, and by the way, this isn't this isn't necessarily a man woman thing. There are two ways of handling it if you're going to handle it wrong, which is right. internalize it and deny it, or subsequently externalize it and it runs out of control. When you externalize it and it's running out of control, you can do terrible things like yeah, sabotage your relationship if you attack your significant other, get in a fight with your boss and lose your job, uh, get in a, get in an argument with somebody on the road and have them shoot you dead. You know, it, it's yeah, that's anger that's out of control. And then anger that's internalized looks like my contestants, frankly. So I want to talk about this because if you are angry, and that, by the way, is a normal human emotion. We experience anger for a lot of reasons. Anger is something that we experience as a defense mechanism to feeling hurt. Right. You know, right. oh, I hate my dad. He's a jerk. 
instead of, oh, oh my God, I'm devastated. He wasn't the father that I wanted. I'm in so much pain about it. I'm so hurt. I'm so sad. Uh, so it's, it's part of a defense mechanism. When you're wronged, you're angry about it. There, you know, it's, it's a normal human emotion. You should have feelings of anger. The thing is what you do with it that matters. And so I wanted to really look at that today and talk about it because I think also people that don't express anger feel like if they let it out, they'll kill someone. Not literally, but they'll destroy them. Their anger will destroy them. If they express their anger, it'll, it'll be, be too much. an endless flood of fury and they'll bury everyone around them. And they'll, they'll, if they say to their mother, don't do X, Y, and Z to me, they'll, they'll, they'll destroy her or their parents or their sibling. If they set boundaries... If they get angry, that they'll they'll destroy the people around them. They'll hurt them, and then they'll feel guilty and they feel terrible. So they deny the feelings, and they then they resent more, and they get angrier, and all yep. of that. So the first thing you need to understand is that you're not going to kill anyone with your actual anger. Of course, if you took out a gun and shot them, because insane, <laughs> that's a different story. You're not going to kill anybody with your feelings. You're allowed to have your feelings. Don't be afraid of your feelings. One of the best things you can do is acknowledge that you have these feelings and then let them breathe. I think people also worry that if they feel their anger, it will kill them. It will consume them. And if you allow your anger to live and your anger to breathe and let it be something that you sit with for a moment or a while, a day, a month, a week, you essentially show yourself that it's, it's not this destructive force that you thought. And your fear of it goes away. Now, when you deny your anger, yeah, you're probably going to have these explosions of anger. And sure, if you turn around and in a fit of rage, you smack your kid. In a fit of rage, you say something to your significant other and you call them names. You say something hurtful or you tell your boss to screw himself. Yeah, that's going to be destructive. Absolutely. And so what I wanted to talk about was ways of managing the anger. There are ways to get those feelings out and temper them so that you can channel them and handle them proactively. I don't want my contestant to turn around and say to her mom, you suck. You're the worst parent ever and I hate you. No, I don't want her to do that. What I want her to be able to do is to say, mom, when you tell me these personal things about yourself and the marriage you had with dad, it hurts me. It makes me uncomfortable. I've been carrying it around too long. I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. Please don't share that with me. If her mom doesn't respect it, mom, I love you. I'm going to go home. And, you know, I'll see you next time. And when we do, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about a TV show. Let's talk about something else. You know, mom, I love you. I'm going to hang up the phone. I don't want to talk about this right now. So that you learn how to channel the feelings into a healthy communication and set boundaries. It doesn't become a verbal assault on the other person, and right. it also doesn't become an internalization and the negating of your needs, which will kill you. I promise. Kill you. Literally. So the first thing, like, you want to go nuts with your feelings? Remember, you know, do you have kids or when you were a kid, do you say, like, this is your tantrum, Matt. Go crazy. Have a tantrum on your mat. Or hit your pillow. Get really pissed about your pillow. Or, you know, you get to express your feelings about why you're mad and get your feelings acknowledged. Did you ever have that? My brother and I used to fight each other just just because we'd fight each other. That's not what you're supposed to do, dude. No, but no, but we, no, it wasn't like fighting me. But we'd wrestle, like we'd we'd actually have a, a match. Like oh, you'd going, get physical, okay? But you wouldn't like fight and punch each other out. Well, no, we would fight and punch each other out. But it was a it was a it was an understanding. We are now going to fight, and we <laughs> and we you know boom boom pound pound pound. But it was no it was, no, but it was an agreement. 
and we found that we would get we get anger out. Okay, I mean, I don't know. That, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't we, recommend we, we, kids we, punching each other out. Well, I, I was in a punching bag. Well, I was his punching bag and he was mine. But it worked. It worked because we oh, got a lot of anger. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, you don't. Okay, I'm gonna keep, I'm a gonna, pillow, I'm a stuffed animal, a punching bag, actual punching bag, something like that. Not your sibling. Though. But okay. not right. But as an adult, you can do the same thing. Yes. So, like, yes. one of the things I say to Lou, like, we have a tantrum mat now. So I'm like, okay, bud, let's go to the tantrum mat. Go crazy. So I give her, like, a safe place to just go nutso, right? And, and does like, she? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then I do it with her. I'm like, oh, I'm so pissed. Ugh. And she's like, Nyeh. and then it ends up, like, she gets it out and it ends up being funny. I'm like, you done? She's like, But what's yeah. the impetus to take, what's the, what's the impetus to Like, for to, example, to- if there's something she doesn't want to do, right? Like, okay, so last night she wanted a cookie. And I had given her, like, a cookie, right? And I was like, bud, no more cookies. We're done with the cookies. And she was really upset about it. And you're not, they they say, you're not supposed to deny them their feelings, right? Their feelings are all they have. Even if you don't think they're rational, that's their reality and their feelings and it's what they have. Even if you need them to follow the rules, you still have to acknowledge how they feel. So I was like, I get it. You're pissed, man. You want a cookie, and I don't blame you. I want an unlimited amount of cookies, too. But it's not good for us. So you know what? Let's go to the tantrum mat, and let's just have it out, dude. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> you know, and the pounding on the ground and the whole thing. And then, I don't know why. Just, let's go. I don't know why. That just oh, yeah. makes me giggle. I don't oh, mean, no. I'm not making fun of it, but it oh, makes yeah. me giggle. No, we both have a fit. I have one, too. I'm like, I have two on a cookie. Why do I get fat? No, I mean, it's like, yeah. So, but as an adult, you kind of need a tantrum mat. Where do you get these tantrum mats? You can take, again, this is where your gym suggestion comes in. It's like a great place to have a tantrum mat. Go to a CrossFit class. Go to a boxing class. Right. Gotcha. Channel it. That's yeah. your tantrum mat. Go bananas. Pound the pavement. But you what does I mean? your actual tantrum mat look like? Lou's tantrum mat? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. It's a, yeah, it's a picture of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. My tantrum mat is a picture of Janice. <laughs> I go over and I pound hey, on it. Jake, shot. I'm on the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, just Janice. Oh, a dartboard with someone's face on it. <laughs> so it's just a mat. It's just. It's a- just it's a blanket with a zebra on it that she likes to go nuts on the tantrum mat. So, but that's the thing. Adults need a tantrum mat. And another thing I told my contestants is I was like, all right, write a letter. Just write a letter. We don't have to send it. And God forbid, don't do it on email because then you'll impulsively send yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write a handwritten letter. And it, it gives you a way to really express all, like, you, you're a crappy parent. You're a crappy boyfriend. You're a, I hate you. You make me sick. You get it all out on paper. And when you kind of exercise those demons, you've taken the edge off. Then you're able to think rationally. So, again, it's like it's another version of a tantrum mat. It's another way for you to to kind of go crazy. It's like spew it out, vomit it up on the page, go nuts in the gym, find a physical outlet for it. And then what I want you to do when that's done is identify the cause of your anger. Try to break the problem or situation down into specific aspects that you can then come up with constructive ways to deal with. Okay. My husband is, who knows, whatever they're doing. You know, he goes out bowling all night with his friends, and I'm here watching the kids, and when he comes home, I'm like, you, 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 right? Attack, attack, attack. Mm -hmm. Or you don't say anything, and you secretly hate him, and you get fat, and you overeat, and you, you know, shove your feelings down. Well, all right, go nuts, have your tantrum mat, write a letter, you suck, I hate you, you're a crappy husband, whatever it might be. 
you know, go for a run, calm down. Why am I mad? Well, I feel like I do all the work around here. He's not doing his share. Okay, figure out what it is, then come up with a solution to the problem that you can offer the other person or possibly create for yourself in your own situation. So when he comes home, he's like, babe, look, I get it. You're out with your friends. You're doing your thing. But I feel like I'm here all the time dealing with this stuff, and I want to go out sometimes. So, like, can we maybe trade off once in a while? Can we get a sitter and I'll go with you? Like, Come be constructive. Once you've taken the edge off, look at the things you're mad about, identify the cause, and then try to be constructive with the solution. And if there aren't any, man, go back to your tantrum, Matt. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't be constructive, if life is just sucking right now, go back to the tantrum, Matt. And if you're caught in a moment, right, where you want to unravel, and I got to tell you, I have to do this with my kid all the time, not Phoenix because he's you know, six months old, but with Lou, holy mother, there are days when you think like, <laughs> you know, like you just, it's been the longest day and it's, everything's no. And you know, she's being obstinate and oh my God, there are days when you understand why parents spank their kids. I'll tell you right now. And the number one reason for me why we don't do it, because I know there are parents that do and I'm not going to judge or say anything. The reason I want to not do it in our house is because I don't want her to think that hitting is OK. I always ask her not to hit, not to bite, to be really gentle, you know, to use her words. So if I don't use my words, what, how is she going to use hers? But, dude, there are moments when I have wanted to swat that butt. I'll tell you, I'm like, I'm going to swat her. I'm going to spank her. And I'm like, I look at Heidi. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spank her. And she's like babe go away let me deal with it and I walk away and I take I swear to god I do this stupid thing but it works I take 10 breaths I think about why I don't do that why I don't spank my kid and how I can calm down and then what best way to handle it with her and that's when we go back to the things we've talked about before on the show of like how can I positively incentivize her to behave how can I um you know what else can I do that is not that to handle the situation so it's a timeout I'm like, bud, you want a timeout? Hates timeouts. Hates them. So, you know what I mean? But it's take a minute, catch your breath, collect your thoughts, think about and ask yourself, okay, if I go off the hook here right now, what's going to be the end result of this? I'll spank my kid and want to die. I'll feel so bad. Or I'll rip my boss a new one and get fired. Or stop and go, okay, okay, I'm mad. I have every right to be mad right now. I'm justified in my feelings. But if I handle it this way, Question yourself. Think it through, right? How does it end up? You and I talk about this with food, and we've talked about it with alcohol. Think through the drink. Think through your impulsive response. Oh, and what, Jillian, sometimes that's when... Condition yourself to do it, man. Condition yourself. I've had to condition myself because I was impulsive with my anger, and I did a lot of damage that way. So you condition yourself. Okay, whoa, I'm going to freak out. Walk away for a minute and go through the questions. What is my ultimate goal? How am I going to get there? I want this to stop. Or I want that person to see my point of view. Or how can you do it once you calm down, take a breath, go to your tantrum mat, whatever it might be, take a second, think it through, and then come up with a constructive way to handle it. Because anger is just feelings that are not being communicated. Whether it's you, you've, you're hurt about something, you feel uh, that you've been infringed upon, your, your boundaries have been infringed upon, that's, that's what anger is. Mm. Ultimately, it's like your 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 feelings that are not being communicated, and you got to take that back. But what I don't want you to do: don't internalize it, don't be afraid of it. 
just learn how to manage it in the ways that we've suggested. And if it's something that you're like, no, my God, it's a river of fury. It's an ocean of blackness. Consider getting some counseling to deal with it. But if you don't, let me tell you, 300 pounds later and a heart attack waiting to happen, not not cool. I'm done. I think I'm going to go to the tantrum mat right now. I'm just glad there was a police officer in the Costco parking lot when I lost it. Anyway, we'll take a break. Wait, what? (laughs) I snap. I snap now. No, you don't. I do. You don't. I snapped at a woman at the uh, in the produce section last year, (laughs) and and I snapped uh, in the Costco parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. No snap. Like snap a. Am I? yeah. yeah, well, they probably triggered some. She was probably being inconsiderate, and you hate she was. that. She yep, was inconsiderate to my mom. It was when my mom was still alive. Yeah, see, and there you she go. She was, and uh, she got to she got to quite uh, the the apple section was never the same at the, uh, <laughs> at the grocery store. <laughs> I got out of the car once when someone called my mom a bitch or oh. something. I got out of the car. I was twenty something at the time, but I got out of the car and I was like, you know, me, this little black belt, thinking I'm going to beat this guy's ass. My mother was hysterical. And I realized I scared her so bad. And I was like, what the F, dude? You, you know, I mean, that's, I was 20 something. And by the way, he could have shot me. My mom was totally right. He could have punched me in the face and broken my nose. I mean, but isn't that something though? But she, the, the, the that's, I would never consider it. There is something about I know, that. but it doesn't matter. You got to pull yourself together and think it through. You well, got I... to. The two, the things that really helped me with that now, to be totally honest, I was having this conversation with Pink once. And she, she she also is kind of like she has the anger inside. And uh, she's like, I'll tell you, man, you know, there were days I'd have hocked a loogie on somebody. She's like, now I just think I'm going to lose my house. And I go, Hock. because you can't you can't do that stuff you know you'll get sued you lose everything you can't can't pull it off anymore gotta grow up at some time well i'm gonna go buy a portable tantrum mat yeah carry it with me in my backpack that's very interesting very this very that was very interesting i know yeah There's a reason I get paid the big bucks. I know, I know. Okay, we'll be right back. I do a little segment, a little segaroo, a little segmento mm-hmm. about recovery, fitness recovery. Mm-hmm. I need that right now because now that my knee is getting very healthy, mm. I've been hitting it very hard. Whoa. And holy talikoluka. I took TRX for the first time yeah. since my injury. Oh. Thought I was going to die. Thought you were going to die. Yep. And I didn't recover enough time in between. Yeah. I just kept working out, working out. Oh. And now... Very, very sore. I'm having a lot of problems. Okay. Let me see if I can help. Okay. All right. Well, number one, you did that wrong. So one of the reasons that uh, this is my issue, and of course I, I can be guilty of it with um, with some of my fitness DVDs, which is another reason I try to create three or four workouts on a solo DVD, mm-hmm. because you, you do want to avoid doing the same things over and over and over again. Number one, you'll plateau, but number two, if you don't rest the muscle groups in between training days, 
you can get injured, so that's bad. You don't want to become you really if you're really sore, you don't want to train that muscle again until it's no longer really sore. Granted, like body revolution, for example, that's ideal because what I was able to do was split up the muscle groups so that you were resting a muscle two days before you trained it again. <sighs> yeah. Another thing I try to do with my solo DVDs, like let's say a ripped in 30 DVD, uh, I try not to overtrain one part of the body. So if it's a total body workout, it's way more about conditioning with strength training instead of isolating chest, just blowing chest out or blowing out the back. I try to make sure that we don't focus and really hammer one muscle group so that if you are doing that total body workout for a week, you won't get an injury. So that is something that you want to be mindful of. Now, with that said, let's talk about recovery. Here's the worst thing you can do. Don't take a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory or an NSAID. Ibuprofen, Motrin, Advil, the worst the worst, the worst, wow. the worst. Go to Google and uh, Wikipedia and said, and read all the studies. There are hundreds of studies that will show you that um, what these NSAIDs do is they actually inhibit your body's ability to repair itself. Tendons, muscles, ligaments, everything. Study after study after study. They're great for pain. Yeah, I was just going to say, then what the hell are they good no, for? No, they're okay. good for analgesics. They're good for killing pain, but they're terrible for your actual body and for your recovery. So you really want to avoid, if at all possible, taking an, an NSAID or an announced. It's also bad for your liver, your kidneys, your stomach. If you absolutely have to, I let my contestants take aspirin because overall aspirin is good for your heart. Right. Uh, but the truth of the matter is worst thing you can do. Next... Uh, people think, oh, well, a hot bath now has zero effect on soreness, doesn't accomplish anything, doesn't do anything. What you can do is ice immediately after you train. That helps really manage inflammation and swelling. Which is why athletes like football players. Ice bath. Ice bath. Mm-hmm. Huh. Which yeah. must be excruciating to get into. I it do it to the contestants. Just... We have an ice oh, bath. It's hysterical. They have to get in that sucker or make them get in there. Oh, you're awful. <laughs> but it totally takes the inflammation, right? <laughs> now, you're awful. Especially for the boys. Uh, oh, God. I never have boys nice on my team. The producers always, always make it so, like, I never have boys. Have you noticed that, Britt? Every season I have girls. Every season. Every ever- season I end up with all girls. Haven't you ever been to a polar bear swim? No. Oh, what it's like in, in cold climates. <laughs> you go out in your bathing suit like on January 1st. <coughs> at like 6 a.m. Yeah, in the morning. And you go swimming and it's freezing and people go in. Why? But the guys go in normal, but they come out like chipmunks. <laughs> Why? Because they're cold. Well, no, dude. I know about the whole testes situation. Oh. Why are they getting in the... It's the polar bear swim. It's a... It's a thing people do in cool in places where there's snow and stuff. We you did it in, in Oregon. Why? Yeah, Oregon. Northern Oregon. It's for, for, for fun. For fun. Do they have lower IQs in that part of the country? Just... No, it's a thing to do. It's like, uh, really? Why don't you run into a... a burning building? That's what else they do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 
No, the polar bears, polar bear swims all over the place. It's funny. It's funny to watch. People get dressed up. Sometimes they've had a few wobbly pops, <laughs> which isn't a, I don't recommend that. Anyway, you were talking about the ice bath, and I automatically thought of, uh, you know, squirrel uh, little nut sacks. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a squirrel sack. <laughs> All right. What were we? What was I talking about, Britt? Ice. About don't ice. take. How to feel sex. better? Oh yeah. Okay. So now, here has what has been shown to work. Ready? Mm-hmm. Massage. So. 10 minutes of massage immediately after a workout has been shown to have the best recovery results than any other treatment therapy thing you can do. If you don't obviously have a masseuse there who can rub you down after your workout, get a foam roller and roll it out. So like if you did legs, roll out your quads, your hamstrings, your back, your shoulders, everything, roll it out. Get a foam roller. You can get them online anywhere from 5 to 15 bucks. They have them in your gyms. It hurts kind of like a bitch, but... Yeah, it can hurt even like a, hell. Even a broomstick or a mop stick is better than nothing. A broomstick? Yeah. What are you talking about? Rolling it on the stick. Oh, you take a broomstick and yeah. roll it on the... Yeah, she's not wrong. People do it with softballs, too. Yeah. Piriformis, like in the side of your glute. Yeah. Oh, it man. man, it hurts like a... You know cry. what, but it it really, it really helps with recovery. Wow. Yeah, you want to essentially simulate a massage, a 10-minute massage on the muscles you just trained. Big, big difference. And you got the ice, right? You got the massage. And another thing is ginger. Studies say that eating an ounce of ginger before and after you train, fresh ginger, or like there's these little ginger chews I think also you can get on Amazon, um, that uh, have supposedly been able to help with muscle soreness and recovery. But no NSAIDs and no hot bath. Wow, okay. Hmm? Huh? Hmm. Yeah. That's the end? Is that, is that the end? That's the, of course, yes, I gave you five tips. Five thi- what, is that enough? No, that's good. I just was, oh, was it just, I was just wanting to know. Why is it never enough? Well. Never enough for you. You're never happy. No, I'm not happy a lot of times. Just not here. Why are you eating M&M's right now? How are you still here? How have I let you slide all these years? I don't know. Me either. I ask myself that. I think because when I look at you, it makes me feel better about myself. (laughs) (laughs) I've known you for a long time. We started doing the Jillian Michaels radio show in 2006. Is that so? realize that? Oh, God. 2006. Janice used to write, oh, my God, Britt. She used to pretend like she wasn't there, right? Because she was the producer. I wasn't allowed of the show. to talk. And so she would write stuff on the chalkboard, right? So I'd know what to say next. So it would say, go to break. And then she'd write a tease. And it'd say, tease, you know, slim arms for summer. So I would look up at the board and I'd say, on the air, go to break, tease, slim arms for she summer. Read it verbatim. <laughs> I do remember the, I do just remember to the piss chalkboard. Me off. <laughs> She'd do it just to bug me because then I talk and then I get in trouble for talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had to talk. Remember when we had to do fire coverage? Oh my God! That was awful because the show was on KFI AM 640, right? It was like a news channel and all of California was on fire. Yeah, it was just, it was brutal. It was just such a terrible, terrible fire. So Janice and I were and watching we were doing, the news. We were doing the Sunday, we did the morning show, the Sunday morning Sunday show. Sunday morning from show. 9 to 11, was it 9? Yeah, 9 to 11. 
And all of a sudden, the program director, Robin, calls and she goes, you guys can't be just talking about the show. And we went, well, <laughs> you guys have to do coverage. And I, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. And, and I went, what do you mean, coverage? She goes, you guys have to cover the fire. We're a news talk station. You, get, you have to put the show aside for today and, and till, until, you know, the Bill Handel comes, Handel comes in. in. Yeah. You have to do fire coverage. <laughs> so <laughs> we went to break and Julie and I looked at each other. <laughs> yeah. And Julie says, I'm getting out of here. And he said, you are not. You're the host of the show. Get down. Sit down. So we turned on the TV <laughs> and just started talking about what, Janice what goes, I see a whole lot of smoke. And Is Jillian, that Malibu? And then Julia go, Oh, I've been down that street. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we did that for like an hour and a half. Narrating the news. Narrating that was the, the worst. Oh, we were Why terrible. do newscasters talk like this? Today, we're going to see exactly what happens when Malibu is on fire. It's a tease. Coming up that's, next. That's a tease. What I wrote on the chalkboard. It's tease. You to try and get people to come back and listen. All right. <sighs> now what? Now. Tease something. Now, you know what we should do is we should talk to some folks. Yeah. That's not a tease. Yep. Gotta talk to some folks. That's a crap tease. We are back, and uh, Mary's waiting to talk to you. Mary, what's going on? Hi, not much. I was just wondering, my dad has been super sick for the past couple months, um, to the point where we don't know how long he's going to make it. The doctors actually came in today and said he could go as early as tonight. Oh, my Um, God, honey. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's tough, but he'll be in a better place, you know, and that gives me peace. Yeah. But during all of this, I have slacked off on working out. And maybe, yeah, I'm sure. um, Maybe in the past two months, I've gone walking about five or six times, and that's from somebody who used to walk twice a day every day um, for an hour at a time. Yeah. So, um, and I guess maybe it's stress. (laughs) You think? I think so. And you know, it's just because I'm so emotionally and mentally drained out from everything. Yeah that I'm physically worn out. And yeah. on top of this, I have been, which I'm ashamed of it, and to this day, like, I want to kick myself in the ass for it. I have been a smoker since I was 17, so mm. for four years. Okay. Um, and more so in the past couple of months, like, to the point where it is one after the other. And Ugh. I am eating nothing but crap, which I have bought six pounds, which feels great in my clothes. Like, I can wear a pair of skinny jeans I couldn't fit last fall. Yeah. But I know I'm not healthy. So, I was wondering, like, how I can ease back into working out. But I fear weight gain, and I fear that because what I used to do was I would work out constantly so I could eat whatever I wanted and however much mm-hmm. I wanted of it. Right. Does that make sense? Well, of course it does because you're not trying to lose weight. So right. you create a calorie deficit and then say, well, I've earned this burrito. And quite honestly, you you have. Yeah. It's called, that's why I call it balance. It's not about moderation. It's about balance. balance. If, you're, if you're fit and 
you're at a weight you want to be at and you burn 500 calories in a workout, well, you get to create, you know, the way to maintain your weight is to create a balance. So if you've burned 3,000 calories in a day and you don't want to lose weight, you get to eat 3,000 calories in a day. You know, the hope is that it's quality food. I don't want you to eat 3,000 calories of Doritos and pizza and soda. But yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong about that. Uh, but, But I get what you're saying. To be truthful, there are many different ways to go about this. Um, mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to have to pick the one that best suits uh, your personality. So right. there are some experts that will tell you, take it all on at once, that when you're yeah. in the mind frame of changing habits, it's best to go all in. And this is something mm-hmm. that we do to the contestants. So if they're smokers, they're giving up smoking. I mean, they're, you know, they're giving up crap food. They're working out. It's the whole enchilada. And right. it, they don't have a choice. There's no smoking on, on the Biggest Loser uh, ranch. So Yeah. And it, it tends to work for them because it, it's an incompatible behavior. So while they're working out and while they're getting healthy and while they're working on themselves, even though I'm sure they probably want a cigarette, number one, they don't have one there. So they're mm-hmm. forced to kick the nicotine addiction. Uh, but from a behavioral perspective, it's helping them because it's not conducive to the other healthy behaviors they're engaging in. So they right. might come out of a spin class, and the last thing they want to do is light up a cigarette. Right. Uh, so so the, one of the things that's really going to help you is once you start exercising again, it's mm-hmm. going to help you with the cigarettes. And right. a lot of people don't quit smoking because they are so afraid they're going to gain weight. But yeah. It's not the cigarettes it's- that's helping you lose the weight here, but I've known a yeah. lot of people that are heavy and smoke. It's right. the stress, man. You're stressed out, obviously. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. what I would say to you is the sooner you can, st- obviously, when the situation will permit for you mm-hmm. to start exercising again, you're going to get those feel-good hormones off of the workouts. Right. It's going to be behaviorally contradictory for you to smoke. Uh, yeah. That'll help you with the smoking. And yeah. if you can find other ways to comfort yourself and manage the stress, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it might be, if there's if there's a hobby, if there's something you love to do, if there's friends that help comfort you if, the, if right. there's ways of distracting yourself that are life affirming instead of self-destructive you need to mm-hmm. think about that and engage in it there are other ways of doing this obviously there are people that get on the patch there are people that use the gum then you'll have experts yeah. that say no 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 you want to you want to kick the nicotine cold i've seen yeah. people do it every different way um yeah i've seen them wean off the cigarettes uh, you know, daily, like, okay, I'm going to reduce by, you know, one today, two tomorrow, three the next day. It really is up to you and your unique personality and how you're right. going to respond mm-hmm. to uh, essentially the withdrawal and right. if it feels like a punishment to you or not. So what I can tell you for sure is as soon as you can start exercising, start exercising because it will yeah. any concern you have about weight gain that will automatically negate and it is incompatible with unhealthy behaviors like smoking then right. what i would do is i would contact or i would go on the american cancer society's website and they have mm-hmm. whole uh, like a whole set of information there of different quitting strategies i think there's even a hotline will you look will you look brit check this out i was an ambassador for um for the ACS years ago, and uh, I remember doing a whole campaign, and I thought for sure they had a hotline. 
Uh, yeah. Brittany's pulling up the internet. One minute. Uh, and and try like, look and see which one of these is more <sighs> seems more palatable to you. More like okay, that I can handle. That I can that I can deal okay. with. And uh, and another thing we'll do is we will send you. Um, she's fit. What do you think we should send? I would send you Body Revolution, but. Oh, my God. And see, I used to do your 30-day shred. I couldn't do it every day because I had terrible knees and a terrible back because I danced for so long. You're 21. I know. You're telling me. It's awful. But my knees, because I did point for so long, my knees and my ankles. Send her killer killer abs. Okay. All right. We're going to send you killer abs. There's three. It's not just killer abs. It's obviously because to get killer abs you got to burn body fat but it's, it is core yeah. specific and then i want you to look at different smoking secessions is i saying that right secession so. yeah. yeah secession programs pick one that's right for you and the sooner you start working out the better but uh, and and looking for comforting alternatives mm-hmm. that are life affirming and yeah. i mean honey you're you're just gonna have to, this is not gonna be it sounds like you, i'm just sorry you're you're gonna go through such a yeah such a it, period it, definitely hard but he has been fighting um bone cancer for two years and it's tough but you know you don't want them to suffer no i do understand that trust me i i I do there comes a point with these kinds of situations where you just want them to be at peace i get it i get it it's almost harder to see them suffer than it is to just let them you know let them be in peace oh i know i get it i'm just sorry for you but Oh, thank you. But it'll get better with time. Yes, it it will. That's true. Just really try to nurture yourself and take care of yourself and be really loving with yourself right now. Yeah. And I think that's where I failed was I was worried about taking care of my mom and my brother and and my father that I forgot about myself. Yeah. Completely. So I need to start taking care of myself a little bit more, I think. I think so. Yeah. Jane smoking bad. I think a little bit. I think a little bit. So, well, thank you for calling me. My pleasure. Hang in there. opportunity. Thank you. All right, buddy. Bye. Oh, God. Poor kid. She's 21. A lot. I feel like she sounds like she's really holding it together, and I feel like when her dad is going to pass away, she's going to unravel. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You, have you ever she's, been there? Yeah, I've been she, there. Where you're like, I'm okay. I've resolved my. I've resigned myself. I just don't want. I, I, this is not with my father either. I've had to do this with animals. Where I'm like, I'm, you know, when it, it's like it is, you know, it's gonna be. No, it's better. It's better. And then you're when it actually happens, you're hyster- I was. I've been hysterical. Yeah, she's doing what she needs to do right now to, to get function. through this day. Yeah, and to be supportive. Yeah. as she says to be supportive for her oh, uh, for her dad too. Poor so, kid. God. But she'll have, you know, and you're right. She's going to go through. And, Poor and... kid, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Wow. That's good. It's a good, I mean, it's good, but it's a, it's a, it's a. Well, I'm glad that she's thinking right now about like, okay, I have to start taking care of myself because she, it's like the storm's coming. You think you were in the storm then? Like it's, you know. Yeah. All righty.
to chat to you. I'm ready. All right, Melinda, go for it. Hi. Hi, bud. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited and nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't be. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Everything, it's like you can't do or say anything wrong. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Oh, thank you for choosing me. I'm so happy. <laughs> now I got the motivation. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> oh gosh. So, so, what was your, what was your question, Melinda? Oh, my question was okay. I have a two year old. She'll be three pretty soon. Oh, congratulations! And, uh, yes, You're thank in. You. Uh, are you in terrible twos, or is that just me? Uh, just you. Oh, <laughs> you! Oh, I'm so jealous. Okay, go on. Yeah, but anyway, I would like her to be, like, physical active, and I'm just wondering the type of exercise and shoes and all that sort of stuff and how to get her going. And is she and is she too young to, like, you know, do a little jog or walk? No. It, the, the thing with kids is that you want them to essentially work with their own body weight. Tumbling, dance, swimming, running, climbing, playing. All of that is great for them. What you don't want them doing, obviously, is getting in the gym and throwing weights around. They can really hurt themselves. And obviously, you know, their bones and their tendons and all of that, uh, you, you don't want them doing any Weightlifting, nothing uh-huh. like that. Um, but I mean, they they give uh, at my little uh, at my daughter's preschool, like they have little yoga class. The moms will go in and do yoga with the kids, <laughs> and I chase my kid around the beach like a crazy person. I run after her, and she screams. And we go to the playground, and she climbs everything and jumps up and down. My six month old jumps up and down, jumps <laughs> up and down and up and down all day long, screaming at the top of his lungs. All of that is fine. Um, I would say. With regard to shoes, I mean, if you've got her in dance, she needs dance shoes. If you've got, you know, if she's if she's running around the playground and there's sand everywhere, I just take loose shoes off. Uh, but if if you're if she's walk jogging, playing with you outside, you can get her a little pair of kicks. I mean, K Swiss sent me uh, a ton of kicks for Lou. What size? What size does your toddler wear? She's a seven eight, about. All right, I'll send you. I'll send you a pair of shoes for her from K Swiss. Awesome. Yeah, they sent oh me my. a ton for Lou, and we just, she loves them. There's like pink and silver, pink yeah, and blue. So, yeah, we're outdoors, outdoorsy people, so we like to go out for hikes and out for. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. all great for your kid. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all good stuff, and it gets them out into nature, and they love it. I mean, I mean we, uh, Lou's school is up in, in the mountains, and they take the kids on nature hikes all the time. That's all great. Just keep them out of the gym. Not that a toddler would be in a gym, but like you don't want them lifting weights. That's all. No. Yeah, no. that's the only thing. And, and you want to keep it fun. You want to make it something they like that's fun, that they enjoy. And that's the key. Okay, awesome. All right. Thank you, Jillian. You're the best. Hi, Jillian. Hi. Oh, that was my older daughter. Oh, how old? 20. 20. Oh, you have a 20 year old and a three year old? Yes. Oh, oh no. Oh, my no. God. I don't know what. I don't know. 
a twenty-year-old. Oh, oh no! Is that worse than uh, than than three or better? Uh, worse. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. They tell me, like, I keep waiting for, like, the reprieve, and they're like, no, no, it only gets worse. It only gets worse. Oh, yes. man. Oh, buddy, you are you are one tough broad then. Thank you. Yeah, I'm impressed. And, uh, and you, you got the size, right, 70? We're going to call you yeah, back and get, get, and get uh, her size again and an address for you, and we'll send you some kicks for her. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Jillian. My pleasure. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Okay, thank you. And bye. Bye. <laughs> I love that. How cute is that? Yeah. She, uh, I mean, a 20-year-old and a 3-year-old? What? what? I know. Oh. I, just, I just decided to have a little rest in between. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's 17 years later. <laughs> I got a toddler. <laughs> a baby. I got Whoa. a baby. Oh, my God. Oh. Wowzers. But yeah. I love that. What you, I loved what you said, though, that kids like to use their own. How did you say that kids body like to weight. use their own no, body No, they weight. should be just tumbling, to... playing, dancing, climbing, running, jumping. Oh, that's great for them. Yeah, it was great cool. for them. You just don't, you know, they shouldn't be in a, a gym. They shouldn't be lifting any kind of weight. Although, Lou, I can't believe how strong she is. She picked up a pumpkin. We were picking out pumpkins a little while ago. The 50-pound pumpkin. Yeah, she picks out a pumpkin and she goes, Evie. <laughs> I was like, and I was watching her, man. She got all the way down. She, like, deadlifted that sucker. Got all the way down, dropped her bummy down, and, like, used her legs. And I was like, there's no way this kid's getting it Evie, mama. You know what I love about Lou is that she she hasn't quite got the first letter of, of the word no, yet. No, <laughs> she I can't. Love that. Everything like soap is dope. <laughs> yeah, no, she's no consonants. Everything's heavy. Eat. Or, like trick or treat is eat. Yeah, no. You're not a consonant. Oh, so There's cute. a couple though. She can say B. Uh-huh. She can say so she goes Bob. That's how she says Bob. 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 <laughs> yeah. And like Heidi, when Heidi doesn't answer to mommy, she gets pissed. And she'll go, Heidi! Heidi. Heidi! Heidi! From the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's cute. Well, Melinda was very cute. That was a fun call. Oh, Lord. All right. <sighs> now what? Now you must go. Mm, you must go down the road. <laughs> off, off to your home. Yeah. What? I don't know where you're going. You go all kinds of places. Tell the road. You always scoot out of here real home. fast. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you around. See you next time on the Jillian Michael Show. Why haven't we fired her yet? <laughs> like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years 
one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>